Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So 41-year-old Texas resident and former Air Force veteran and Army National Guardsman, Christopher Greider, was seen walking through a gap between two bike rack barriers. These were the barriers that the police were using on the Capitol grounds on January 6th. He was wearing a MAGA hat and he had a don't tread on me flag wrapped around his shoulders like a cape. And Greider was watching as the police and the mob were battling as they were spraying each other with chemicals. Well, Greider helped the mob to dismantle bike rack barricades. And then he set one on its side against a Capitol wall and he used it to climb up like a ladder to reach the entry level of the building. And then when he reached the top, he gestured for other people to follow. So Greider stole a case of water that was left behind by the police. He picked up a helmet, a police helmet that was left on the ground, and then he headed into the Capitol. So he entered just two minutes after the initial breach. Immediately after entering, Greider spotted a circuit breaker and or a circuit breaker box. And so he yelled to the mob, quote, turn the power off. And then instead of waiting for someone else, he moved through the crowd and he started flipping switches. And then another member of the mob yelled to cut the main and Greider yelled back, help me, help me. So eventually, I guess nobody did help him or nobody could figure it out because he gave up. So from there, he made his way to the Capitol crypt and the police had established a a very thin police line. Uh, So Greider maneuvered to the front of the mob. And after a short time, he took part in that push. You guys probably saw on video, they overran the officers. They were very outnumbered. So after that, Greider finds a map. He finds a map of the Capitol. So he took a picture of it and you could see him on the surveillance video. He was studying it for a bit. And then Greider started yelling and motioning to the mob. And he said, quote, we got to get into the chamber this way, this way, this way. So he leads everyone to a set of doors. These doors were also being guarded by a small amount of police. I mean, there was just not enough staff. So once again, he snakes through the crowd. He gets up to almost the front of the line. He was a few rows back from the front. And he was heard shouting at the police line, let us in or we'll go in. And then another man yelled push. And so Grider joined him with the mob and they all started pushing on the police. They pushed past them. They were screaming, stop the steal. Grider took part in that. Well, after forcing their way past that police line, they reached the main house chamber doors. So Greider stood there for a little while. He was watching as other people were yelling. They were saying, you know, break the glass. So then Greider saw someone motioning for the mob to go down a different hallway. So he followed that person, as did many other people. And that's when they ended up outside of the speaker's lobby doors. So as you guys all know, those doors had glass in them and Grider could see that people were being evacuated. So he was pleading with the officers guarding this doorway to let them in and to let everybody through. And Grider stood watching as this Zachary alum, you guys have all seen this video, no doubt. 
Zachary Alam started punching the glass doors with his bare fists. There were three officers standing in front of these doors. He like got in their faces. He was punching them. He was kicking the doors. So Grider goes up. He has this brief conversation with Alam. And then he was seen on video. He knocked on that police helmet that he had. So it was almost like he was telling him, hey, look, this is hard, you know, you can use this, it's a good weapon or something to that effect. You couldn't hear him, but you got the gist. Well, Grider then handed the helmet to Alam, and that was the fateful moment when the three officers who were standing guard, they walked away because behind the mob, they could see another group of officers who were more heavily armed, coming up the stairs behind the mob. So they thought, okay, this is our chance. We're going to get out of here. We don't have weapons, you know, let them take over. So as they walked away during this brief transition period, Alam used that helmet and he smashed the glass in one of the doors. He successfully broke it. That is when Ashley Babbitt started to climb through and that's when she was shot and killed. Now, according to the prosecutor, Grider remained in the area. Like, well, while all this is going down, you know, they said that his presence was very disruptive because it impeded officers from being able to get to Babbitt to try to render first aid to her. And, and they also, you know, him, Grider and all these others prevented them from getting her out of the Capitol in a reasonable amount of time. Well, eventually, Greider did leave. He was forced out of the building. And when he did leave, he was boasting to other people. He said, quote, we busted down the window. So Greider was arrested on January 21st of 2021. And in a superseding indictment, he was charged with civil disorder, destruction of government property, obstructing an official proceeding, entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, impeding passage through the Capitol, physical violence on Capitol grounds, and parading or demonstrating in a Capitol. Greider refused a plea deal. He opted for a bench trial. And in December of 2022, Greider was found guilty on all counts. The court determined that Greider repeatedly lied through his testimony, and he just kept trying to downplay his actions. He tried to downplay his knowledge of laws that he was breaking which the judge said he found was not credible, um, especially because Grider was once a military officer. He was in charge of guarding an Air Force base. So he knew what was going on. He knew what laws he was breaking. Um, so based on the most serious of the felony convictions, Grider faced up to 20 years in prison, three years of probation and 250,000 in restitution. This time, the prosecutor requested 87 months in prison, three years of probation, and $5,044 in restitution. I don't believe Greider spoke at his sentencing hearing, but his attorney said that he, quote, truly regrets his actions on January 6th and apologizes to his family, his community, and most importantly, this country. So U.S. District Judge Colleen Kolar Cotelli presided over Greider's case, and she sentenced Greider to 83 months in prison, three years of probation, $5,055 in restitution, and an $812 fine. Um, so Greider's attorney complained about the length of the sentence as compared to violent January 6th defendants, but, you know, he should have done his homework. 
He should have looked into Judge Cotelli before they refused a plea deal. She is one of the tougher judges. I could have told him that was a huge mistake. And trying to BS her into believing he wasn't aware of the federal rules, the federal building guidelines, when he used to guard a military base. I mean, that's just an insult to her intelligence. So anyway, guys, good sentence. Um, you know, you could definitely make the case that but for his actions, Ashley Babbitt would still be alive today. She chose to climb through that window. But if he hadn't assisted Zachary Alam in breaking that window, she would not have climbed through. Anyway, I will let you guys know if I hear any more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Truly helps to keep the show going, and I really, really appreciate it. Love you all. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon.